Let me ask you something. Have you done your tax return yet? Was it legit? What if I told you I could use a mathematical rule to figure out whether or not you're a crook? Now, what if I told you I could use the same rule to figure out whether or not your Instagram photos have been edited or if your followers are real people? Don't believe me? Let me introduce you to Benford's Law. To the natural world, numbers appear. This seems like a pretty redundant statement, but it's important to understand the difference between natural or random numbers and fake and fabricated numbers. This difference comes from whether or not the numbers and statistics we're looking at have come from someone's mind or from the natural world. An example of this could be the difference between a person's actual taxable income made in a given year, or if they're to make up numbers to avoid paying a higher tax. Their real income would be considered the natural numbers, whereas any stats made up here would be considered fabricated. For another example, you could look at Twitter followers. The natural number would be any real person who's actually following you. And the fabricated numbers would be any bots paid to increase your follower count. So now that brings us into Benford's Law. Take a set of numbers. Doesn't really matter what they are, but for this instance, we'll look at population. If you took the population of every suburb in Sydney and listed them all out, although it seems the distribution should be random, Benford's Law states that 30% of the numbers will have one as their first digit. 17% will have two. 12% will have three until almost no numbers begin with a nine. When looking at any natural numbers, this distribution will come out again and again. Okay, so this sounds a bit funny, but why is it so important? Because as we spoke about before, there's a difference between natural and fabricated numbers. So when analyzing these stats, Benford's law will only work if the numbers you're looking at are natural. Meaning if the data being analyzed is fabricated, you can figure that out purely based on whether or not it fits into Benford's law. And the crazy thing is, nobody actually knows why it only appears with random numbers. It just happens naturally. As I'm sure we're all well aware, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And with all this news coming out globally about case numbers coming out from every country, it's hard to know what information you can trust and what might be a little sketchy. As you've probably already guessed given the lead up and the title of this video, Benford's Law has the potential to tell us the truth about the world's COVID numbers. Pretty cool, eh? So every day since the beginning of this pandemic, countries globally have been releasing their recorded case numbers, their daily cases and deaths. But how do we know we can trust these numbers? It seems pretty easy for any country to just pretend they're doing well and release fake numbers. So that's where we come in. By doing our own research and number crunching, I believe we can use Bedford's Law to detect any foul play with COVID numbers. Okay, so before we get started, we should probably clear this up. Although Benford's Law has a pretty consistent distribution, percentages don't need to be exactly right for it to be considered successful. And as we're going to be using the entire world's data, there may be some other factors involved at the end, so a conclusive answer might not be exactly what we're going to get. That being said, it should give us a pretty good indicator on the legitimacy of these numbers. So, um, let's get started. As of recording this, there are currently 49 million 5,903 cases globally, with 34,970,000 recovered and 1,238,788 deaths. So for this experiment, we'll be looking at the total case numbers for every country listed on the coronavirus world meter, as of this current date, which is the 6th of November. So on the world meter, they state that there's currently 218 countries and territories that have recorded cases from the beginning of the year. So by recording the total case numbers for each one of these countries, it should give us enough data to work with. So by looking at the first digit for every recorded case total between one and nine, we will record the frequency and see the proportion of numbers that start with a one, two, three, and so on. 
and overall see how well it fits into Bedford's law. Okay, so here are my findings. By going through all 218 data sets and recording the frequency of the first digit, we're able to find this curve. So to be more specific, I recorded that the number one showed up 28% of the time, two was 16% of the time, three was 10%, four was also 10%, five was 11%, six was 9%, seven was 5%, eight was 3%, and finally nine was 7%. Okay, so what does this tell us? As you can see to start with, the curve begins to follow Benford's law pretty well, with one being close to the regular 30% frequency. And the frequency does start to drop. However, you can see two specific outliers here, being five and nine. Although this experiment was a fair success, it's hard to say whether or not Benford's law did actually work in this scenario. It could be that some countries have in fact released fake COVID numbers, meaning the data we're currently looking at isn't 100% real, and that's why it didn't fit Benford's law properly. Regardless of all this, as we've seen, the data fit Benford's law quite well. So for me, that's a win.